Hey, this is Josh Flagg from Bravo's Million Dollar Listing, and I'm on the Hollywood Raw. We're going to spill the tea today and get ready because this is going to be a eh, – it's going to be okay, I guess. It'll be okay. <laughs> Everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six, to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine. Everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw Podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast, the number one cryptocurrency entertainment news podcast in the world. <laughs> cryptocurrency. By the way, what's up with your lighting today, dude? You look all like dramatic lighting. Like, dramatic. Uh, yeah, am uh, I going to get uh, like emo Adam today? No, I literally... I just, I'm, I'm struggling, bud. I'm getting, I just got back from Florida, so I'm getting back into the thing, the, the, I'm getting back into, uh, the my swing of routine, things. But you, you don't yeah. understand, Dex. You're in California where it's bright and sunny and warm and nice. I'm in the East Coast, in the Northeast, where it's freezing. It's gray. It's like London outside. So, what I love is that if you guys are actually watching our video on YouTube right now, like you can see this. He is dark and gloomy in his his shot, and I'm all bright and sunny over here. Yeah, I have like a desk light. Like I don't have my my normal <laughs> ring light to this, just because I'm I'm struggling today. But um, yeah. we're gonna get show. You guys, yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you first time tuning in, uh, we are one of the top entertainment news podcasts in the country. On this podcast, we always like to say. We reveal the fourth wall of Hollywood. We've had some of the biggest stars in the world, and not just the stars. We've had uh, the people that have made them famous, even the bodyguards, the paparazzi. We've had it all. Uh, my guest, my partner – well, our guest today is uh, Josh Flagg, which I'm excited to talk to him. My partner on the podcast is Dax Holt. Hello, I Dax. I like when you the- prefer to me as your your life partner on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you have more than <laughs> experience in entertainment news, so I like to – to your horn and let people know that you're not just some other guy talking Hollywood. You're a guy who actually works in journalism, has broken some of the biggest stories in the world. And uh, it's, you know, no Dude, one talking. Same for that. yourself. Same for yourself. Oh, please. Keep going. Please. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, yes. But we got Josh Flagg in the podcast. Dax, can I tell you someone who I'm so, I'm getting over with now? Like, I think I'm just kind of burnt out on already. The Who's whole that? new Kanye thing going on. Oh yeah. Well, I think it's the new Kanye is freaking everywhere now. Like he went from being a family man, never out to he is out nonstop going to restaurants, showing off his new girlfriend. I'm just like, dude, go step away for a little bit. It's just not you're you're making yourself like too available. And I know he just mm-hmm. had the issue with him um uh, with an autograph seeker in LA. But besides that, I mean he, that girl Julia Fox, she is loving the attention. She's loving the attention. Obviously, she she's doing paparazzi setup shots. That that shot we have that we put on our Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Uh if you're not following us, I suggest you follow Hollywood Raw Podcast on social media platforms because we have like crazy celebrity footage on the streets of LA, New York, Miami, all around the world. But we have this video of Kanye leaving uh, a party in LA and Julia Fox walks out, walks out with him, 
kisses him goodbye, and then goes back into the party. She knew it was there was the a photographer. Most, no, no, they planned it. Go watch the video again. They fully planned this because they get to a spot where like every camera's on them, and they kind of look at each other and they're like, "All right, let's do this." And then they do this most like non-affectionate kiss and then he's like all right i'll pick you up later and then it, it was just weird I, I don't believe like anything that is going on between those two yeah it's just it's really becoming corny it's just like come on just stop with this you're just yeah. ruining the cool thing i love kanye i do i just right now i'm i'm just so burnt out on him that it's just it's becoming too much um yeah uh, but enough about Kanye. Uh, we got a cool guest today. Before we get to our guest today, we have a review. Uh, the best thing to do with support this podcast is leave a review, five-star only. Say a few kind of words. If you do that, we'll, we'll read your review live on air. Dax, do you have a review for us? I got a review for you. All right, this one is from Allison Mueller. Uh, the headline says, love these two excellent interviewers. And so her comment says, I stumbled upon this pod yesterday, and I am hooked. Always looking for something good to keep uh, my exercise routine enjoyable. First, Dean McDermott, Johnny Bananas, who she's a huge fan of, and Hannah Burner, who I, who she also loves. And these guys killed it. I love that they keep everyone engaged, ask excellent questions, and do not talk over their guests like so many podcasters do. Great job, guys. I'm hooked. From Ali Fujimoto NC. Um, and then yeah. she gave her IG handle. So, Ali, thank you so much. Totally appreciate that. And... I'm assuming you, Ali, you will enjoy today's guest because it sounds like you're into reality stars, and we have one of the biggest reality stars of Bravo, Bravo, Josh Flagon from Million Dollar Listing LA, and Josh and Josh, uh, Josh, welcome, buddy. Josh, I know you love hotels, but where are you, are you currently in a home? Or are you in a hotel right now for your main residence? Like, how often are you? Why do you think I lived in a hotel? Well, I know you're always in hotels. Like you're, you're like you're constantly living. You love hotels, is that right? Yeah, but I, I mean, like to vacation. <laughs> you just like, like you love to like, like almost just like stay there for like extended stays. Like I mean, I have lived in a hotel. I have lived at the. I lived in the Four Seasons once, and I did live in the Bradley Center. But this is years ago. How was that experience? I love it. It's great. There's yeah. nothing better than. I, I mean, I love it. It's funny because you see a lot of celebs do it. I mean, we've seen Paris Hilton has lived in a hotel for many years. I mean, even Justin Bieber. Do you remember that weird time frame where he wasn't in Calabasas anymore and then he was living at the Montage? So it's it's very common. I, I've never lived in a hotel. Is it? Do they still make your bed every single day or you're like, no, no, no this is my house, so come back well, in a week? That's part of the fun. Of course they make your bed every day. Absolutely. Awesome. At those prices, they should be making your bed. <laughs> So of all the hotels in LA, what would you say is the best hotel? Well, I the Beverly Hills Hotel, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Why? For sure what makes Beverly that hotel so much better? But I'm also impartial to it. So it's like my favorite place on earth. So it's probably, you know, I really, but actually, if you think about it, though, the rooms are the night. No, the Beverly Hills or the Bel Air. Those would be the two. Those I've would be been, the. Uh, but why? Because uh, I, I feel like it just has the name. Like it's, I've been in there. It's not like the fanciest hotel I've ever been to. I've been in the penthouse suite and everything. It's like, oh, okay, this is. It's nice. Yeah, I, I've stayed in that suite also. Actually, when I got married, I stayed in that in that uh, as a big suite. Um, what? I, well, just compare it to other hotels. I really don't think. What it, maybe the Peninsula. I don't. know. I haven't been in years in a room there. I don't know. I, I, but I haven't seen anything nicer, to be honest with you. But that doesn't mean maybe just LA doesn't. You know, New York is kind of like that too. I just 
you know, I just got back from New York and I was staying at the St. Regis and I wasn't very impressed. I've stayed there many, many times. And every time I leave and I'm like, I don't like this place and I'm not going to come back here. But for some reason I come back because there's really another, you know, the other hotel I was in, I left because I didn't like it in the middle of the night. What hotel were you at in New York? <laughs> I was at the Carlisle, which I've stayed at for many, many years. And I was just like blown away with how shitty the room was and like, you know, they couldn't get me into a different room or whatever. I just had a, fiss a hissy fit and I just left. Wow. Yeah, Carlisle is obviously a historic hotel. They have the great bar downstairs. The St. Regis, here's the thing about St. Regis. It's a historic place. You got the polo bar across the street, which is a very cool restaurant. I don't like the location. George Lucas used to actually live in the hotel there. And I just I don't, don't like, like the location at all. I think it's there's nothing there. I don't like that location. I my I like like the location, believe it or the plaza is like literally like Amazing. it's good and the best. Yeah. The Sharon Netherland, the Pierre, the Plaza, like right there. Or the even the, the what? The Trump International is a great location. It's a shitty hotel, though. You know. Yeah, I guess there's really not much there, but they have that like just to walk out. It's a little bit quiet. Plaza, you walk out, it's a little mayhem. You know the, you know. I don't that, mind that. I like the. I love the Four Seasons. They're shut down, but I love the Four Seasons. So everyone, all the celebrities now are staying at the Four Seasons downtown. Drake, like everyone, and I don't yeah, like it though. I don't like downtown. You're staying at the Four Seasons, but you're in like the like the wall street kind of district like there's just nothing going on no, it's a shitty location i honestly i like to be up to like i always like if you can't smell the horse shit from the park in the morning i don't want to stay there i want to be like right i want to open my window and i want to smell the fucking horse shit. as much as i want to keep talking about hotels i don't really give a fuck to be honest with you guys because <laughs> this is ridiculous i want to know about the new dog george george How, uh, I got, how did you come up with the name George? Like, why George out of all dog. names? I love people names for dogs, but I just love the name George. And what else, what other names were in the contention? That there was no other names. That was, just George. That was it. That was the only it. one you were going for. Yeah, that's what I was going for, George. <laughs> George, a good dog, bad dog? George, is, George is, a, is a really sweet, wonderful animal, but he has zero skills. He is completely just... I don't know if he's really smart or really dumb or just doesn't care. He's just way too hyper, eats everything. I don't know what the fuck. That dog costs like 25 grand. I don't know what the fuck I spent it on because <laughs> it was not training. I can tell you that much. Um, why, why 25 grand though? Is it like pure bread? I mean, like what makes a dog cost $25,000? No. Pure bread, please. This dog is like, I, mean, I don't know. They obviously ripped me off. I mean, yeah. Did they say, did they get a call and they were like, oh, it's Josh Flagg on the phone? Uh, yeah, the dog normally goes for 500, but we're going to add a two onto the front and we're just going to just really jack Probably it what up. happens, to be honest with you. I don't know. I, but apparently everything these days is like on crazy prices. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, yeah, in the middle of a importing pandemic, the dog containers from China. So it shouldn't be that crazy. I don't know what the, honestly, it's very strange to me, but um, <laughs> I, I did, but I, what I didn't like is I spent all this money for, and a, for a dog that was be, like supposed to be completely like, trained and all this and, and whatever and not at all the dog literally has zero training so i actually got money back i called them up and i said love the dog this this is insanity this dog literally just ate a forty thousand dollar persian rug like like this is insane i'm gonna make the dog into a persian rug like this is insane <laughs> now are you are you a person that like buys the expensive dog foods too no i uh i i don't know what he, uh I don't know what I, I'm sure it's really good. For, actually, I should write that down and see what the fuck this dog is eating. Maybe that's the problem. Well, is it like the human food that you get out of the freezer that like you had to cook the whole thing, or is it like a bag from Costco of dried dog food? No, it's definitely dried dog food, but I don't know if it's like like 
shit or if it's good. I have to, I'm writing it down right now. Find out what he <laughs> uh, maybe he should be eating like chi- just plain chicken or something like people food. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's revolting on you. That's why, that's why he's acting poorly. He's like, I want some good food. Yeah, seriously. That's probably what he's doing. Uh, but yeah, so 75 pound golden. I asked for the biggest one they make. That's what I said to them. Not thinking that literally they, they probably were like, okay, I'm not going to tell him, but this is what he wants. I thought it would just be a nice normal. It's a beast. Beast. Yeah. It is literally Very cute dog beast. though. Yeah. Thank you. So Josh, you went to private school in Brentwood and then you went to Beverly Hills high school. Who were some of like maybe the, your famous classmates in school with you growing up? Nobody famous. What? Not a single person? Like, what do you mean? So, like, not a celebrity kid, not a celebrity in your school with you growing up? No. I mean, mean, in my sister's grade, my sister, uh, Dana, was that's not, but she was nine years before me, but in her class was Fred Savage, but that was, you know, it wasn't like there was tons of celebrity, like childhood, I mean, and, and, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm friendly with, with Fred because I've known him since I was a kid. Um, but there wasn't like celebrities in our, in our class. Actually, I don't I'm think there's sh- celebrity children, to be honest with you. I'm actually shocked to hear that because I feel like every time we talk to someone that's gone to Beverly Hills High School, there was numerous either celebs or celeb children, like Adam was saying, in their class. Like it just, that's how it always kind of works out. That's I don't even crazy. know many celebrity children that are from LA. Like I always feel like they're just, people that are like cast and found somewhere like it's I, maybe that's like a 1980 I don't know like what not, when you were growing up did you have any celebrities that you were in your school well we were at Beverly Hills High School though <laughs> Beverly Hills High School is not what you think it is like it's not like what it was on 90210 like you know what I lied Amy Adams went to my high school a long long time ago that's a good one yeah. not with you though like that no not with me no I just no. thought like Beverly Hills High School there was a bunch of you know child big celebrity parents and their kids went to your school or maybe there was people in the industry but they weren't really like it wasn't like you know brad pitt's kids was going to school with me but it might have been like a you know like george lucas's kid or something like not george lucas but like a film director kid maybe or something like that yeah so how many you know switching on to the your current job how many years have you been in real estate at this point now uh, since I was 19 and I'm 36, so 17 years. Jeez. So how, you how did college, like you just wanted to go straight into real estate. Yeah. I just went straight into real estate, no college. And what gave you the real estate bug? Like, why did you even get into real estate? Because, because I feel like it's trendy now, but 17 years ago, I don't feel like it was no, like not trendy, trendy, you know? I, no, it was not trendy. I just, I love houses. I love people and I love architecture. I love design. And the kind of like, it's a no brainer that that's kind of like, what else would you do? So, um, luckily I'm good at it and I know about houses and a lot of people don't really, you know, there's so many people that are real estate agents, but half of them don't do any business. Like 99% of the business is done by literally 1% of the agents. So there's like a group of us that do the the bulk of the sales, but there's like, you know, like everybody is like getting a real estate license, but let's see how long that lasts, you know, for Mm -hmm. that person. The, the career so at what age though so you got into but what age did you start to really succeed in it like where you started 18 19 but you know was it what at what age were you crushing it within the first few years like i i had done really well right away um um 
so yeah, I I done well. This is before the show. I'd really, yeah. I'd done, um, and that was even from just like knocking on doors. To be honest with you, who who did you get your first like big sale? For? I guess you don't have to say who, but like, what was your first big sale where you're like, oh damn, this is a five million dollar house or ten million? Like, what was that first one? And was that before the show, or did it kind of take the show to get to that? No, the show was after that. But the just like there was a weird. Um, it was a house I knocked on the door. The bell rang and out came this guy. His name was Dennis Woodruff. And he was this weird dude that used to like, he was like, you know, like, do you know who like Angelina is? Like, she's like, yeah, I was going to say that name is so familiar. Dan he's Woodruff. like famous for not being famous. He was a dude that would drive around in some fucking insane, like, car around Sunset. And yes. Homemade. With all this stuff, t- like, glued onto it and painted literally. on. Like, I've totally seen him. Yes. Okay. Totally. I haven't seen him in years. I don't know about that. But he opened the gate and came out. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? this weird dude that drives around the streets and he was like oh i'm friends with the owner and i was like well does the guy want to sell and he's like yeah and 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 uh like he befriended the owner i don't know and then so like that was the first sale i made dennis woodruff came out of the gate so weird that big house in beverly hills you know so your strategy was to knock on doors and say hey are you looking to sell your house i want to be your realtor i want to sell your house or yeah but i mean look there's probably a thousand people do that a day but like obviously i did something i had a different angle or I don't know what my pitch was, but like it was enough that like a lot of times like I became very friendly with the owner, even if they didn't want to sell it. So interesting. So then how did Million Dollar Listing come along? Was this something that you sought out or they yeah. found you because you were successful in no, this no, industry? I, so they were like, hey, let's get you on the show. No, no, I sought them. I, I came. I, I called them. There was it was on for a year prior, but it was not the same thing. It was like 10 different real estate agents and they were all like you could look at it. It was a totally different formatted show. It was not anything like million dollar listing today. And then when I came, it was a new, it was a new program where they had only three agents and they were a lot younger and they were hustling and, and whatnot. But I contacted them and I said, the show that you're on, like, I should really be on this. I, and, and that's how, and I went there and they sent like my, they'd recorded me and they sent it to Andy Cohen when he was running the programming and all that stuff at, uh, NBC universal. And, um, and that was that. And they said, okay. So how has the show affected your business? Is it, um, yeah. How has it affected your business? Amazing. I mean, look, I don't know what my business would have been if it wasn't around. So it's hard to say, maybe I would have been just as successful, maybe even more. I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, you can't get better advertising. That's for sure. Sure. So it's, it's funny. Cause we've heard like kind of both sides of it. Some people that are on TV, it's like, the money starts flowing in. Other people have said that it actually hurts their business because people don't trust them or don't think it's real or, you know, just and be like their reality starts. To begin with, to be honest with you, I can't imagine that. Yeah. You know, your business probably stunk before. <laughs> I just awesome. can't imagine, like, maybe it didn't get worse, but it, it, it didn't get better. I mean, it means uh, there's no well, way he, that that can hurt. But here's business. the thing. So, one thing I do know about the, you know, the real estate industry is it's very cutthroat. You know, I know what we see on the show is what we see on the show, but did you start to gain more enemies because now you're a famous face and you're in real estate? Do did that even make your job harder in the field? Uh, no, you mean like being on a show, like make it harder when I go up for a list. I'm talking about the other real estate agents that are out there that are now looking at you because they're not on TV and they're, they want to get that same listing as you, but you're the famous one now. 
Oh yeah. So they'll do it. So yeah. So if they're trying to like, you know, like cut me and they're like trying to get the listing over me, of course they're going to say, Oh, well he's on TV all the time. He doesn't even sell real estate. You'll think of anything they can say. Of course they can use that as their, as their, uh, you know, whatever they need to do to get the listing, but I can fucking like, you know, I can eat them for breakfast in one second when I open my mouth and I show them what I know about real estate and these people can't even touch me. Like I'm not trying to be arrogant, but that's what I don't have a lot of talents, but I am really good about, I know the market better than anybody. I can really, you put me in, in front of 10 people can interview for a listing nine out of 10 times. I'm walking out of there with a listing. Love it. And I can defute what they're going to say ahead of time. I'll say, oh, I'm sure everyone's going to come in and they're all going to say the same thing. Oh, I don't sell real estate or, oh, you know, I come from a wealthy family and oh, this or oh, that. I don't need to sell houses, whatever. And then and I, I beat them to the punch. I say right away to the person, I go, you're going to hear this and you're going to hear that. But let me just explain something to you. Ask them if they can do this. And then I'll spit off like all the houses in the neighborhood they've sold, what it was sold for, like how much debt is on it, when it was bought, what the person's social security, I can tell you anything. And then they're just like, okay, I'm not. <laughs> so walk me back the show debuts you're on it the first season did your phone just start going crazy right away or no, it didn't no so were you just trying to figure out like man like as it just how does it gradually grow like with that first season you're on the show did your business increase or was it like two three seasons down when people start to see who you are as a person rather than just like a reality show person like did you start to see uh, a different kind of started business. happening like one day, it literally just started happening, but it was not like the first season or the maybe even the second season, but slowly it just like not enough. Like all of a sudden, I just remember being like, Oh shit, this is working. Wow, I'm getting lots of calls. Or you know, it was definitely a couple of years though, for sure. How much pressure do you feel to put on a good TV appearance? Because you, number one, you have to be good at your job in real estate, but number two, now you also have to be good television personality so how much pressure do you feel at kind of combining both of those at the same time i don't think i am different on the show than i am in real life maybe i am i don't know so it's not like i have to put on like i don't have really pressure to be a certain way i'm just being myself so i don't really look at it that way okay. that makes sense? i feel i feel like there's you know like all these shows they want drama they want all this stuff and so i just feel like sometimes if you're, you're not exciting enough they get rid of you no, I, I, well, they haven't yet. I mean, you never know. Maybe this will be the year, but it's been like 15 years of it. 14. Oh my God. This will be the 15th season. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, but I really, it's not like I make a concerted effort to like give them as much as I can. I just do what I need to do. And it, and it is enough because that's just who I am. How important is your fashion when it comes to real estate, your style? How what? How important is your fashion when it comes to real estate? I feel like all these real estate guys always have great style. Do you put a lot of thought into it or is it, you know, um, is it part of the sale? It's not, I mean, I don't, uh, I've always really enjoyed fashions, but I, but I, I don't think it has anything to do with being a real estate agent. I mean, um, I don't, I don't know. People always, you know, comment on, you know, my outfits and things like that. But I, I, I just did a podcast like, 40 minutes ago and they were asking about my style and I was like, I don't, what do you mean? I just, this morning I was in my closet and I was like, I have nothing to wear. And then whose guy was laughing. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay. On that same vein, what about how important is a fancy car when you're a real estate agent? Because you got to show up to this house yeah. and if you roll up in an, a beetled up Honda Civic, people are going to go, they're not going to take you serious. So how important is cars? 
it is important. I mean, even though it's like, you know, you want to like some of the wealthiest people I know drive the least assuming cars. So it's kind of like, you know, like don't judge somebody by the car they did. But at the end of the day, it's true. Like if you drive up and you're in like this, well, nobody like selling high-end real estate over here is going to be pulling up in a Civic. But I guess if you give the example, like you could drive up in a seven series or a three series BMW, like the reality is though, people will judge you by, and you kind of, you, you want to win, you want to get the listing. So I guess it is important. What car are you driving around right now? Um, right today, I, I am driving AG Wagon. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's LA. <laughs> That's LA. What are, are you are you accepting houses? Are you accepting Bitcoin or cryptocurrency as payment for houses? I have not even had that request yet. So I have so I, I don't know. You know what? No is the answer. I don't think so. But we haven't had anybody try. I'm surprised. I thought people would be trying to do that because it's I'm know, sure they are, just I haven't had that yet. What are your thoughts on all these social media stars having houses around LA right now? Uh Ape House, and I know that's more the valley, but that was going on for a while where these you mean TikTokers renting houses or you mean buying renting, houses? Well, there are renting houses. These TikTok yeah, stars. Yeah, I know a couple of TikTokers rent a couple of houses. It's like, you know, it's really funny. But but they pay, you know, it's, um, you know, I it's it's interesting. It's I, it's funny to see um, these like children like renting these houses. Are they actually paying on time? Like, are they good tenants? Um, the, I have not had a bad experience yet, but you generally, I, I let the seller deal directly with that stuff. I'm not getting involved. That's not like, I don't even, I don't take a commission. Like I'm not, I'm not really interested in, in getting involved in that. That's yeah. Um, I'll let the sellers do that directly with them. It, it really, it really is crazy to see some of these TikTokers come up and they're buying, you know, $5 million homes off of TikTok money. It's wild. Yeah, bizarre, but you know, it is. Are you personally investing in cryptocurrency? No. No, none of that. I am not. Should I? I dude, trust me. I'm trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> uh, you want to give me some investment design to advice? Well, is you know, right now, is it the time to, and to be honest, is it time to invest in real estate? I mean, I, is it a good time? Is the market doing well? The market is doing, the, the real estate market is, the real estate market? Real estate market. Dude, you wanted to invest in real estate like four or five years ago to really be enjoying this crap, this crazy boom right now. Like, right now, people are just paying through the roof unless they have had the property for a long time There's and they no can make a ton of money. There's no place to go, in my opinion. Like you, 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 obviously, if you're selling, you could get top dollar. But if you're if you're trying to go somewhere else, it's you're paying top dollar as well. So it's, you're breaking even. Is is that what's going on, Josh? Breaking even if you bought five years ago. I mean, no, if you buy, if you bought five years ago, you sold a place, you're going to do well. Okay. But if you're right. trying to go to another place, the money you made, you can't really get too much with the money you well, have. Um, yeah, that's kind of, there's, so, there's, there's an issue. That's probably, that's part of the problem is that, okay, great. I just saw, it's like, okay, here's the same example. Somebody offered me the other day on my street, a hundred thousand dollars more for my car. And I go, whoa, that's crazy. A hundred grand more for a car I just bought. But then I was thinking to myself, well, what the fuck am I going to buy? So mm -hmm. it's like the same thing with houses. Like, well, great. Now you have this money, but you have to buy something. So that's kind of like the problem. So true. So I want to, I want to ask you about, you know, this Josh and Josh show and you know, how, how did you and Josh Altman essentially go from, I want to say quote unquote enemies to co-starring in a show together? <laughs> um, that is a really good question. The, I guess 
the we never should have been enemies to begin with and we just kind of went with it for we were just kind of like okay we don't like each other so let's continue not liking each other but we then one day we were just like we have so much in common we're so similar why in the fuck do we hate each other so much this is <laughs> and then we're like okay let's executive produce a show together yeah i mean it was it wasn't really that quick but i mean you know what you know whatever i mean we're extremely close he's one of my best friends i would say that he would say the same thing too so do you guys look back at your past? I mean, because it was a pretty rocky past. You guys look back and laugh. I mean, because what it sounds like to me is now you guys are lifelong friends, even if you had a shitty beginning. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be lifelong friends. We're, we're really close. I mean, we talk every day and it's not like even about business. Like five, 10, what, I don't know, 30 minutes ago, I just call him and see what he's doing, you know? So years ago, if someone would have said you guys are going to work, would never have been together. That. You would have no. said no way, right? It would be as weird as saying that we were going to be married. Like, you know, <laughs> like no. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. If if uh, if someone wanted to buy property in LA right now, where would you say is the best place to invest? Oh, that's a good question. Look, I mean. In terms of like quick money or a long-term hold, you know, it's Both. hard to say. Well, yeah, I mean, Beverly Hills will always be Beverly Hills. If it goes up, it goes down, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's always going to continue in an upward, you know, so you're, you can't, you know, unless of course it becomes like in New York, the Upper East Side. Now everyone's downtown, but I don't see that happening. Beverly Hills, is, it's, I don't see that happening. So I would say Beverly Hills. If you can afford to buy in there, buy Beverly Hills. What is your favorite, like, personal style of home like what do you do are you like a mediterranean are you modern what 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 do you I lean like, towards i like a traditional like a 1920s traditional homes a, you know a beautiful 1920s paul williams design style home that kind of a thing 1930s uh, i really don't care for contemporary although i sell a lot of them mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't realize that they always think i just sell old houses i don't know why but 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 the reality is that um um I, I like older homes because they're timeless and they and they survive. Whereas if you a house that was built in 2010, I can look at and tell you it's dated already. So if I dumped millions and millions of dollars in your lap and I said, Josh, you can have any home in LA, what house would you choose? That's already already budget? there. Yeah. Unlimited budget. Any home. That's on the market or not on the market? No, I'm just curious because I'm oh, sure you've seen so many probably. come and go. Yeah, I mean, they actually, a lot of the good ones sold this last year. The, the Parencio Estate, which is where they filmed the Beverly Hillbillies, or was the, or the, um, you know, I loved uh, David Geffen's house that just sold Jeff Bezos. That that would be an incredible house. The Knoll, um, you know, some of the great estates of Beverly Hills for sure. At least one of those three. So you'd be a Beverly Hills landowner then, not going outside of Beverly Hills. I mean, I feel like there's so many beautiful places down in Malibu. Well, some of those are there, but yeah, yeah. All right. Some of those who, was, who, who was the coolest celebrity home you've been in? Um, the coolest celebrity home? Um, honestly, none of the celebrity homes I've really been highly impressed with, to be honest with you. It's not really about, like, I've been in some amazing houses, but it's not like I was like, oh, my God, Brad's Pitt, Brad Pitt's house was, like, so crazy. Like, um, yeah, I don't really have, like, a like a incredible uh, house that I could share with. What, what came on? To, oh, you know, Justin Timberlake's house came on the market today. Somebody invited me to go see that. 
Um, oh, that's cool. How much is that going on the market for? I can't remember. I think it was like 40 or something. I don't remember. Dude, where's that <laughs> I one at? I, wanna, I was like, in it years many... ago when it belonged to what's her name that was in uh, Helen Hunt. But, that, but I haven't been in there many, many cool years. cool life he got, man. Like, oh, yeah, someone just invited me to go see Justin Timberlake's house. Like, that's fucking awesome. And it, uh, how many bedrooms? Do you know how many bedrooms or bathrooms that one has, square feet? I'm so curious. To be honest, I didn't even I, – I, somebody emailed it to me. I didn't even open it. I looked at it, and I, and I didn't really go through it. But I'm sure it was live. A lot of bedrooms. You know, it looked nice in the photo. Do we know where? What part of LA? Uh, honestly, I literally I gave it a sec. I looked for one second, and somebody and I and I it was somewhere off Mulholland, but I don't remember where. I didn't really pay much attention. I was like running through this my emails this morning. Dude, I so, love celebrity real estate. It's so fun just to see where people are living, what they can afford. It's so cool. Yeah. So, when it comes to like an open house. Do uh, how do you go through to make sure like the riffraff like me and Dax are not going? To the house? <laughs> we qualify like, you ahead of time. So what do you do? Just check our credit, or pretty much what? You just check our credit score, or just kind of. If look, honestly, if you're buying a twenty million dollar house and I can't look you up on the internet, there's probably an issue. Like, even if you're the most private person on earth, there'll be something. I mean. You know, <laughs> yeah, but you can't trust shit you see on the internet. I mean, no, but if they're not on the internet, that's probably a problem. Yeah, my celebrity net worth says I'm worth a hundred million dollars. That's clearly not the case. <laughs> oh, really? I was, oh, fuck. I don't know if I can be your friend anymore. I, mean, <laughs> I read that earlier. I was really excited. To be your do you like the open houses? Are you still doing them as much? Like, you're there the entire time, or do you have your team doing it? Uh, the open houses, you said? Yeah. Oh, uh, it, People really aren't doing open houses like they used to since COVID. That all kind of changed, to be honest with you. So, so really not as many open houses that they'll used to. But, you know, it would just depend, obviously, on the, um, you know, uh, it would just, it would depend on on the house, I guess. Gotcha. What, what's the most memorable thing you've seen or recall at an open house? Because I got to imagine there's funny, crazy moments that have happened throughout your your career. Um, the question is, what's the most memorable moment at an open house? Memorable. Someone moment. breaks something as they're walking through. Someone show up uninvited. Um, a celebrity I, came strolling in. Oh, yeah, I've had that before. I've definitely shown a house and, you know, all of a sudden Sandra Bullock just walks in and I'm like, oh my God, that's Sandra Bullock. And she's... <laughs> And she's just chatting with me. Night, really lovely woman, just like chatting me. I'm just so nice. But um, no, I haven't. Um, yeah, I mean that ha that has happened multiple times. I, one time, I moved, Tom Hanks called me just to look at a house. I go, "Hi," and he goes, "Hi, this is Tom Hanks." And and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And he's like, "This, hi, this is Tom Hanks." I go, "Like, like the movie star Tom Hanks." <laughs> I didn't know what to respond with. He's like, "Yeah, yeah," and then, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I just and then started asking me about a house. It was really funny. Did you end up showing him the house? No, I don't know what ever happened. He didn't end up go looking at the house, but but he, but that and then, and then he returned my call. But he did talk, call me the first time. That's so when you cool. sell some of these very very insane crazy houses, is there one common occupation that they all have? Like, is there one like, you know, I was here in LA. There's a lot of people in the entertainment business, but is there one like a lot of people in cryptocurrency? Like, what what are people? What do these people Heck, do that can yeah. these houses? What do we what about crypto? What's what it again? People, what do these people do for a living that can afford these houses mostly? Like, is there one common thing that you're seeing? Uh, well, no. I mean, real estate is a venture capitalist, real estate, uh, you know, um, hedge funders. Those are really 
obviously good ones. Um, but yeah, those would be like, I haven't really gotten many crypto people as a reason, to be honest with you. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've seen in someone's house? Like, uh, um, any cool features? Yeah. I mean, I've seen really weird, shit. like a medical office inside your, you know, just, it's actually kind of creepy and weird, but like, like, so you could have a surgery if you needed like an apocalypse, like if the world came to an end, like, you know, <laughs> things like that, which are super weird. Um, what about like panic rooms or red rooms? You come across those ever? What's a red room? Oh, Josh, don't act like you don't know what a red room is. I don't know what a red room is. I know what a green room is. No, like a bondage, <laughs> a bondage room. Haven't you watched Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, I didn't know it was called a red room. Yeah, well, that's what they called it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen a bondage room yet. But I, but I, but it's <laughs> a red room. That's funny. Um, no, I haven't run into that yet. But I definitely have seen like you know opened like a drawer to find like the remote control to close the automatic blinds and seen tons of like dildos and sex toys. And things. <laughs> I'm my share of that. <laughs> Put it away, people. You got people walking through your house. Come on. You got so. such a cool gig, man. It's it's very interesting. You make a lot of money right now. Like you do very well. Uh, when do you think you are going to retire? Uh, huh, never. I don't want to retire. Like, what am I going to do? Paint my toenails all day long? Like, what what the fuck am I going to do? That's so boring. So, <laughs> would you say you're getting paid? You know, you make a lot of money off real estate, but you also get paid very well from doing. Uh, from doing Bravo, like Jay Leno did. When Jay Leno did the Tonight Show, he always said he never touched the Tonight Show money. He lived off the stand-up money. Do you touch your Bravo money, or are you just kind of living off your real estate? Uh, do I touch it? I don't really like. Look, I everyone everywhere goes in the same account. I don't really separate it. I, I, I just it all goes in one place, and then it goes into investments or gets used or whatever. I, I don't really separate them. So you only have one home right now. Um, uh, uh, we only have one home. We're buying something else right now. So at the moment, one, yes. <laughs> so the rest of the money you make, where do you invest in? Um, honestly, like a lot of stocks, tax free municipal bonds, like, like, whole, like a very, uh, my portfolio is pretty diverse to be honest with you. It's not as much real estate as you would think. Yeah. That's why I would, that's interesting. Wonder if you did a lot of real estate investing. You yeah. see any, you have any new projects that you're working on that are coming up that we, we should be knowing about? Well, any more uh, books, anything else? Uh, yeah, I do actually have a book uh, coming out um, later on this year, maybe even the summer. I have to uh, I have to check with them. But uh, Harper, excuse me, Harper Collins uh, uh, did a book and uh, it's all finished and it's just being fine. The final edits are being done right now. But um, yeah, good point. Is this uh, about your life? Is it about what? what's what's the it's about my life. Okay. It's about real estate. It's not like one of the boring books. Like this is how you sell real estate. This is like, it's not like a how to it's, it's, it's uses a lot of colorful examples that it's, so it's a really fun read. It just uses all the examples of all the good and the mistakes that I did in my career to get where I am. So it's, it really doesn't hold back. So it's really fun. It's not a, like a stupid, like how to sell real estate book by any means whatsoever. Do we do a little bit of a speed round? We want to ask you a few sure. rapid fire questions and just like the first thing that comes to your mind, I want, we'd like to pick your brain a little bit. Um, right. Let's go with this. The best restaurant in LA. I would, I would say Medeo, but it's closed now. Mm. What about the most overrated restaurant in LA? Mastro's or something. I mean like most touristy, I guess, or maybe Spago. I don't know. Uh, Spago's pretty overrated. Okay. I don't know uh, overrated. It's just, I'd be like, 
Well, it's like, not like the best food on the planet, like the but everyone IV, talks like about every, it. Yeah, but it's like I don't even like go to school. The Ivy is my number one most overrated restaurant in LA. I think the food's good. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'll go there for dinner on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was trying to think of a place. That's good. Um, what is better, Craig's or Catch? Craig's, hundred percent. Why do you All say right. that? I just, I think, of, I just think Catch is cheese ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you, if someone came you to LA, to and say in LA, like locals, I don't know anybody local that goes there to Catch. No one I know, uh, but maybe I feel like it was it was super popular for a while there. Like everyone was going for a little bit. So yeah. if you had a friend come to LA and they said, I want to see a celebrity, where would you send them? Probably Craig's. Probably okay. Craig's. Uh, um, Craig's. If you had to get rid of one Bravo series, what would it be? Oh shit, that's a good uh that's a good question. Um I <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I have to come back to you on that one. Most of the ones I would have said already gone. So <laughs> so how much do you set aside for your wardrobe on a yearly basis? Uh, I spend probably a few hundred thousand dollars a year on clothes. As you should, sir. I guess. <laughs> I mean, what I don't know is, I should, but I do. Do you have a go-to outfit for your showings? And what is it? No, whatever. I like I'm wearing a t-shirt, right? Whatever, whatever. I just am in the mood for that day. I don't wear, I can tell you one thing. I don't wear, I have, I call, I, I literally like I have one suit that I still think I fit in. I call it my funeral suit. I wear it just for funerals. Like I really have nothing else to ever wear a suit for. <laughs> All right. If you could sell any celebrity's house, who would it be? Uh... Oh, it'd be, I'd say, well, it'd be, oh, you know, maybe Betty White. I wonder what she's going to do with it. Well, I wonder what she's going to, I wonder what's going to happen to that house. Betty White would be kind of cool. That'd be a good one. Not, yeah. not like Oprah or something with her big giant Montecito. No, that's estate. a good one. Oprah, Oprah's a good one. Alan has always been really good in real estate. He's really smart with uh, houses. Oprah and Alan have really big ones. Um, yeah. I All the good ones are dead. Honestly, like I'm like the kind of person that like is more impressed like with Peter Falk on Columbo than I am with like anyone else like that's today. Like I, I would be much more highly impressed to sell John's John Forsyth's house or whatever. Like that would be more fun for me. I bet that if you go, I bet like I would love to go in Betty White's house, but I bet it's very like like old. dated. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, I feel yeah. like a lot of older celebrities. Yeah, they, they just like this. Are, shit. They don't want to change yeah, it. It's it's a time machine in there. You go back and you're like, this is really cool. It's grandma's That's house. That's what I love. I love that. How how often do you get a haircut? Uh, I actually got a haircut this morning. It looks good. You like it? It looks good. Well, I'm a little yeah. short on the sides, but all, all right. right. The next part I'm going to ask you. These are going to go into where would you rather buy a home? And I'm going to give you two cities, and you tell me which which city is a better investment or where you would buy a home. Okay. Yeah. Glendale or Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills. <laughs> All right, well, that was just a trick one just to, to get us yeah. going. Uh, Venice Beach or Malibu? Malibu. East Hollywood or Bel Air? Bel Air. Santa Monica or Calabasas? So different. I mean, I would never live in Calabasas. So, so Santa Monica, I guess. Los Feliz or Silver Lake? Los Feliz. Oh, I do love that area. You know, I, w I went to 
uh, Chris, Kirstie Alley's garage sale. Well, she had a yard sale in Los really? Angeles. She had monkeys in her front yard. I like the craziest stuff. And she had a yard sale full of like Pier One import stuff. Do you remember she used to be the the spokes person for oh, Pier One? Funny. So was it was house, all Pier One. Shed. What is it? Was the house shit or was it any nice? No, the house was nice. I mean, there was just so much stuff in the yard. I remember looking around. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you could get all of this stuff at Pier One. And she was just selling it all. I actually bought a, some French fries. You want to see the French fries? French fries? I got them here. Yeah, hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's really he, he went really crazy for this Kirstie Alley, this garage sale, pretty much. Uh, he's really his, the all right. Stuff you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I bought these at Kirstie Alley's garage sale. That's funny. So the best part about it, I paid 20 bucks for them. But I got there and the reason that I went to buy these is because I saw a paparazzi photo of her standing at the yard sale and the French fries were in the paparazzi photo. Oh, that's funny. And I bought the the French fries that I saw in the photos. That's awesome. it's a prized possession of mine. That is a possession of yours. <laughs> I also bought her um, her Christmas stocking. It says Kirstie on it. <laughs> oh, good. Do you have it up for Christmas? No, I do not, but uh, it's somewhere. I don't remember where I put it. It's somewhere How around here. You should put it up for Christmas so people can ask you who's Christie. You can tell them. It's a great story. Exactly, right? I should hang it up. It's a good call. You should. Why do you, uh, Josh, why do you like dislike Calabasas? Because I know like the Kardashians went there and they put it on the map, but what sucks about it? What's not, What what is good about it? You know, I'm not familiar. Like, with that. Yeah, I just can't find anything. It's not like it's a bad place. It's just like I don't understand why people go there. Like, what you're, what is to do there? Like, there's you're just in the middle. Like, like what is what is there? I don't understand. I mean, I guess I, yeah. I you, feel like you, it's just getting out of LA. People like to not be in LA, LA. So doesn't that's Montecito the place to go. sound a little bit more? Doesn't Montecito sound more interesting? Yeah, but I feel like then you're you're really far away from LA. That's a that's quite a drive, no? I guess it just sounds weird. It's like why Calabasas? Like what you're like in the middle of the desert. Like I feel like it's just <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> oh man! Well, well, Josh, my last question for you uh, is: Who's the coolest person you have in your phone? The one you're like, man, this is pretty cool. Like you don't really call them. You just kind of like, I got that number. Tom Hanks. He's got Tom Hanks' well, number in there now. My idea of cool is going to be like for me. I love that. Like I can call Rick Caruso and on and he'll pick up in one minute. But a lot of people might or might not know who that. Is. Like if you're a California person, you'll know like who he is. But you know, I love that I can call Rick Caruso any second. I love that I can call. I don't know. Like a lot of my I, I, Heather McDonald, Melissa Rivers, Tori Spelling, Candy Spelling. I can call a lot of like fun people. Oh, Candy yeah. Spelling's a good person to have in your Rolodex when you're a real estate agent. She's, you know, I spoke, to, you know, I was on the phone with her last night. I mean, we're, uh, she's a buddy of mine. That's awesome. Her daughter, and her daughter is a really good friend of mine. We're both, I mean, I'm very good friends with both of them. So Josh, if people want to follow you, obviously they head on over to uh, Josh Flag one uh, yeah. on Instagram and Twitter. I Why love one? Josh Flag, yeah, because this asshole took Josh Flag, motherfucker. At what point <laughs> are, are you not like, I'm kind of a big deal. I would like my what name. What am I supposed to say to the guy? Hi, just because. No. I have some people that know who I am. You need to get rid of your, you should like abandon your name. Like, no, I I've seen this happen a lot with like Twitter. They will commandeer it. They will say this person is the verified one. We are going to take over your account. 
I didn't know that they could do that. That I mean, I'm verified, and that has not happened yet. Are you? I look like it? I'm curious. I want. I want to look up and see what the other guy, what his following is. Maybe if he, if he, if he hasn't, of... if he hasn't used it in a while, you can, you can take it over. Yeah, I'm gonna commandeer that shit right away. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm gonna do right oh, now. Well, Josh, thank you so much for joining us. This was fun having you on. I know we've uh, been wanting to have you on for quite some time, so. Thank you. It was quite enjoyable just getting to hear a little bit about what your daily life is like and just your life in general. I am, I don't know. It's fascinating hearing very successful people and how they got to where they got. I appreciate it. Dax, do you get weird when you talk to guys who are just richer than us and they're younger? Uh, no. <laughs> just... <laughs> I don't know. So many times after I talk to like the guys from Million Dollar Listing, you know, we've had, I've talked to a bunch of these guys over the years and I'm just like, man, maybe I should have gotten to real estate. Like it's just, it's a pretty but I, cool. I say that with everything. Like I look around and I'm just like, wow, I should get into NFTs and scribble on a piece of paper and sell it, take a picture of it and sell it as an NFT for $2.6 million. Like there's so many things that I look around. I should have got into YouTube sooner. I'm watching half my friends that are YouTube stars buy billion dollar house. I'm like, I, I just, I don't get it. And why did I pick all the wrong avenues to go down? <laughs> but you know what? The, of all the reality shows, especially on Bravo, um, you know, I guess above deck, but I respect the million dollar listing guys because they obviously use the show to leverage their own careers. At the end of the day, they're not just a reality housewife and nothing against the housewives, but like they're, you know, and I guess the housewives have their, all their own ventures, but these guys are hustlers all the time. You know, like they're yep. obsessed with real estate. So you got to give these guys credit. Um, they know what they're doing. It's a business to them and they're using the show just like the show is using them. So congrats to Josh with all his success. I mean, uh, it's always interesting to talk to these guys who uh, just have their, their feet on the ground when it comes to L.A. and what's going on in L.A. and especially real estate. It's just it's cool. It was cool. No, I, I like talking to him. I like that he was really honest just about like, number one, we've asked a lot of celebs who are in their phone. And most of them be like, oh, I don't want to say this is embarrassing, uh, you know, and like give you one answer. And he just rattled them off. I was like, yeah. that's right, Josh Flagg. Tell us who you got in your phone. Also, people are are shy about how much they spend on their dogs, on their cars, on their clothes. And he didn't hold back. That's money. what uh, I like. Yes, yes. You can learn from him, people. Uh, thank you, Josh, for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We have a video portion of this podcast on YouTube. We also got great clips of like Hollywood stuff, Hollywood videos that you can't find anywhere else on uh, on our YouTube, on our TikTok, on our Instagram, on our Facebook. We're also on Twitter. Um, you know, maybe we'll start an NFT or something like that. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at, at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. You can find Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.